So Mahabharat was written by Vyasadev for understanding of the most common. Sri Sudra Dijabandhuna Traina Sudigochara Sri Vyasadev has given explanation why he compiled Mahabharata, the great history of this Bharat. So now it is called India, but it was the planet was called Bharat. Bharat Bharsh. So he has given explanation that the Vedic principles, Vedic instructions, uh, they are not directly understandable by common men and women. Sri Shuddha Vijabandhuna, who are common men, woman class, as a class. And Shudra, laborer class, working class. And Sri Shudra Vijabandhuna. And Dija means twice born, the higher caste. The higher caste means they must be twice born. How is that? One birth is father and mother, real father and mother. And the next birth is spiritual master and the Vedas. That means when one is uh, trained up in the matter of uh, real knowledge, Veda means real knowledge, by the guidance of the spiritual master, he is supposed to be twice born. So Dijavandhu, twice born means culture and society. Those who have Vedic culture, those who have followed the Vedic principles rigidly, it doesn't matter whether he is a householder or a brahmachari or a sannyasi. There are eight divisions of human society, four divisions, social structure, and four divisions for spiritual enlightenment. So unless the eight divisions are properly managed, uh, that is not human society. Human society is distinct from animal society by culture. Uh, what is that culture? Vedic culture. Knowledge. Vedic means knowledge. One must be equipped with full knowledge. So. This Vedic culture, Vyasadeva uh, says, are the Vedic principles are not very easily understood by woman class, by worker class, and Dijabandhu. Dijabandhu means uh, the boys who have taken birth in, in the family, uh, who are supposed to be very cultured, but their habit is different. 
there call the ego. Oh. <coughs> In every country, that deterioration of social structure has already begun. They are called varna-saṅkara. Oh. Varna-saṅkara actually uh, means that those who are illegitimate. So uh, for them it is very difficult to understand the Vedic principles. Therefore the same knowledge is described in stories just like Mahabharata, Puranas, and for understanding of all men, all women. So Mahabharata is especially written for such class of men and women. And the hero of Mahabharata is Arjuna. Similarly, the hero of Śrīmad-bhāgavatam is Arjuna's grandson, Maharaj Pariksh, King Pariksh. Now, the history of Śrīmad-bhāgavatam is like this, that Parikhit Maharaj was a, a great king, emperor of the world, very pious, devotee, all qualified. <coughs> so sometimes he went to the forest for hunting. The hunting is allowed to the Chhatriyas, king, royal king. Why? Because the king has to uh, look after administration of the society. Therefore, sometimes he has to order to kill some man, hang this man, or sometimes he will take the sword in his own hand and kill the culprit, criminal, immediately. So, therefore, the killing practice was allowed to the Chhatriyas, royal family. Therefore, sometimes the king would go into the forest and kill some animals to practice, just like in the medical laboratory, physiological laboratory, some animals are tested to see the physiological condition of the body. Uh, similarly, always these experiments are made on the animals. So Maharaj Purikhit went to uh, the forest for hunting. So he was very tired. He was very tired and he entered the cottage of one uh, hermitage. Uh, he was at that time uh, in meditation. So Parikhit Maharaj was very much thirsty and hungry and because he was king, he can order anyone, royal order. So he entered the cottage and asked the uh, uh, hermitage, that Muni, 
that please give me something to eat, I am very hungry, or give me some drinking, or uh, water. But he was in meditation. By chance, he could not hear Maharaj Parikhit. He was silent. But because he was king, king, royal power, he little became agitated, although he was very nice king. Oh, he is disordering, uh, disobeying my order. Then uh, he became disgusted, and there was a dead serpent lying there. So he took that dead serpent and put it on the neck of the hermitage and went out. Now uh, that hermitage had one boy, a ten years, twelve years old, and that boy had some playmates. They were playing. And some of the boys informed the son of that hermitage that your father has been insulted by the king. He is garlanded with a dead snake. So that boy, the son of that hermitage, became very angry. And he cursed him. At one point is here to see that a, a child of a Brahmin, a son of a Brahmin, was so powerful that he could curse a great king like Maharaj Pariki. That you have insulted my father, so that snake will bite you within seven days and you will die. This was the version. Now the boy came back home and saw the father was garlanded with this dead snake and he began to cry. <coughs> began to cry. He, he felt so much that his father was insulted. His father was Brahmin, he was Brahmin, or oh, Brahmin has been insulted by the Kshatriya. So he he felt too much, he began to cry. So by his crying, that hermitage came to his senses and asked the boy, why you are crying? Oh, Father, you do not know, you have been insulted by the king in this way, and I have cursed him. Oh, his father being astonished, oh, you have cursed Maharaj for king? Oh, you have done the greatest blunder. Oh. Such a nice king, depending on him, the subjects, the citizens are sleeping very peacefully, there is no danger, and you have cursed him. Oh, he became very much sorry. And that description is there. Next day we shall explain how he was sorry. But after all, the cursing was already there. So he sent information to the king that, my dear king, uh, this accident is already done, so you prepare yourself for death. That information was given. So Parikhit Maharaj was also very sorry that I insulted 
a Brahmin, which I should not have done. And he welcomed the cursing, that it is good for me that I have been cursed, so that in future I shall not dare to act like that. It was such a nice thing. Anyway, he was young man. He was not old man. He was within thirties. So immediately he entrusted the whole kingdom to his young boy, and he left home. Left home and went to the Ganges side. Uh, the kingdom of Maharaj Purikhet was supposed to be situated somewhere in New Delhi, and there is a river called Jamuna. The Jamuna Ganges practically it is coming out from the same source, and that is according to Jiva Goswami. But Jamuna is supposed to be more sacred than the Ganges because in the Jamuna Lord Krishna enjoys. So in the Srimad Bhagavatam it is stated that Maharaj Purikhit went to the bank of the Ganges. But near New Delhi side there is no Ganges, there is Jamuna. So it is to be taken that he went to the side of the Jamuna. Anyway, the news spread all over the world that the great king has been cursed and he is going to die within seven days. So all great sages, saintly persons, scholars, kings, they went to see him at the Ganges side. There was great assembly, and Purikhit Maharaj inquired from everyone that now it is settled that I am going to die. The time is fixed already. Within a week I shall be dying. Now what is my duty? The thing is that before death we must prepare hearts. The present nonsense civilization, they don't prepare. They simply accept the flash life, ah, all in all. The other day I was corresponding with one gentleman in London, Mr. Webb. He is a little atheistic. He says that there is no life next. Just like a flower. A flower is bloomed and finished. So I have replied that, no, it is not finished. How it can be finished? The seed of the flower remains. Seed of the flower remains. So, so long the seed of the flower will remain, there will be many thousands and millions of manifestations of the flower. Similarly, this body may be finished, but 
the seed of the body, the soul that is eternal, it will develop another body. That is a fact. Just like in this very life every one of us experiencing that because I, as the seed of this body, seed, just uh, try to understand this word seed, just like you have got uh, idea, a small seed of a banyan tree. It is smaller than even a, a mustard grain, but in that seed there is potency of a big tree, oh, so high, hundred uh, stories high. In your country I see so many big trees, very high. There are many other big trees in other planets. So, but that big tree means that seed. Either within that seed there is so much potential that we do not understand. Uh, actually the materialist scientists, they cannot produce such seed, that if you want the tree, you have to sow one seed. If you have to produce a child, you have to sow. The man has to sow the seed in the womb of the woman. This is the practical. So the seed is eternal. That we get information from Vedic literature. That bees, that seed does not uh, I mean to say annihilate annihilate because the body is annihilated. This is the basic principle of understanding for making progress in spiritual life. One who does not understand this basic principle that the spirit soul, the seed, is eternal and it is transmigrating different bodies. And factually we know that my father gave the seed in the womb of my mother, that seed, uh, and from that seed developed this body. Uh, but I am, when my body was just like, as small, just like a pea, I was there, and I have become so big, I am there. There's so many bodily changes have taken place. But I am Similarly, tathādehāntaraṁ prāpti bhīras tattvannamayyati. Similarly, when we change this body finally and take another body, so one who knows the fact or the science of birth and death, he is not disturbed. He is not disturbed. Bhīras tattvannamayyati. Dhīra means intelligent, cool-headed, not rascal. So this very word is used, dhīra. Dhīra means cool-headed, not disturbed. 
namayati is not real death. It's just changing the body. So now the business is that before changing this body, what kind of other body I am going to get, that is my business. That we can get according to as a desire. Just like as you educate yourself in your childhood, so you get a particular type of post when you are businessman or working man. If you have got sufficient education, you would get good post, good salary. And if you are a nonsense, then you have to work like ordinary man, no good post. Just we have got, we get different types of post according to our culture or education. Similarly, this body, this human body, is the preparation ground for the next type of body. If you neglect that, then you are getting, we are taking the risk. So, Parikrit Maharaj, he was not a fool, he was a learned king. So, all the great sages and saintly persons assembled there, uh, he asked them, My dear sons, you are so kind that you have come here at the time of my death. So kindly let me know what is my duty at the present moment. So there were different kinds of authorities. Different kinds of authorities means some are in favor of fruitive activities, karmakanda, pious activities, somewhere in favor of yoga principle, somewhere in favor of philosophical speculation, and somewhere in favor of devotional service or bhakti. So fortunately, Sukadev Goswami, a boy of sixteen years old, but he was highly elevated in spiritual knowledge, the son of Vyasdev. He was wandering all over the world naked and without any care for his body or social convention. Of course, he did not come into the cities, but he heard that Parikrit Maharaj was going to die. He is in need of some spiritual instruction. So he also came there in that meeting. And when he was coming, because he was a naked boy, sixteen years old boy, the street boys was throwing stone upon him. Somebody was fighting, just like a madman. But when he entered the assembly, Everyone stood up. Then the rascal creatures was annoying him. They fled him. So he is important man. So many sages and saintly persons have stood up. So anyway, when he reached there, Parikrit Maharaj received him. That it is my good fortune that at this time you have 
come because it is very rarely you go to anyone's house but Krishna has sent you. Now, what is my duty? Parikrit Maharaj was from the very beginning, because the whole family, Pandav family, they are devotees of Lord Krishna. So naturally he was devotee of Lord Krishna. And when he was child, he was playing with the doll of Krishna. These are described here. So he asked, what is my duty? Shall I continue the, my talks on Krishna? Because naturally I am inclined to Krishna. So what is your advice? So in answer to that, uh, Sukhdev Goswami, now one thing we should note in this connection, that Parikhit Maharaj, he was a powerful king. He was equipped with all, everything, but he did not counteract the curse. He could counteract that curse. He was so powerful. But he accepted. All right, I am cursed. I shall give up my life within seven days. That means he took it as an opportunity that I am going to death within seven days, that is certain, and I must prepare myself fully so that my next life I can approach Krishna. So this is a good opportunity that I have got seven days' time. We haven't got seven seconds' time. We do not know. Nobody has served me notice. We find by practical experience that we are uh, walking on the street. All of, all of a sudden there is some accident and we die. There is possibility. So the important point is that seven uh, Maharaj Purikhit was fortunate enough to get seven days' time before his death. But we do not know how much time is there for our death. So how much serious we shall be. Chanakya Pandit says that if you want to make spiritual advancement, then you should always think that death is next moment. Death is next moment, because there is no guarantee when death is coming. If I think the death is next moment, that is not uh, any uh, utopian. The next moment may be my death. And Janakapandi says, but if you want to be materially happy, you should always think that I shall never die. Although. It is false idea. Everyone will die. So Parikhit Maharaj, he was preparing. How he was preparing? He did not take seven days in the drop of water. He sat down tight on the bank of the Ganges and the 
Sukhdev Goswami narrated the Srimad Bhagavatam and he heard and at the end of seven days at the particular time he was bitten by a snake and he left this world. Now, uh, the beginning of the uh, second canto of Srimad Bhagavatam is uh, the answer. See, Sukhobhas, Sukhdev Goswami is saying, because in the previous chapter the questions were put by uh, Maharaj Parikhir. Now, what is my duty? Oh. What is my duty? And he says, because he wanted to know about Krishna. So, Sukhdev Goswami is approving his very nice personal question. Varyāne sati prasna kṛtu lūpa jitaṁ nipāha, nipāha, ātmavi sammatu paṁsāṁ sūtum vādi sūjā parā. My dear king, Parikhet, he has put very nice question. And to hear about Krishna is the topmost subject of hearing. Sūtum vādi sūjā parā. Para means topmost, the highest. So your question whether to hear about Krishna is welcome. Varyāne sati Krishna. Krito loka hitāṅgrita. This prasna, this question is very much beneficial to the people in general, locally. Because Parikhit Maharaj was questioning and Sukhdev Goswami was answering, but there were many other persons, although the questions and answers were only for Parikhit Maharaj, not for others. But uh, Everyone expected that because Sukhdev Goswami was speaking to the king, that speaking must be very important to everyone. So all the great sages, even the father of Sukhdev Goswami, Vaisdev, who is the compiler of so many Vedic literature, he also came there to hear his sixteen years old boy. He was so elevated. It does not matter whether a man is old or young. It is it is a question of knowledge. So Sukhdev Goswami was so elevated that so many persons assembled there, and the Sutta Goswami, who spoke this Simad Bhagavatam for the second time among the sages of Naimisharanya. He was also present in that meeting and he heard from Sukhdev Goswami and he repeated to the sages of Naimishala. <coughs> so, Sri Krishna Savanabhi Prayana Parama Prasnak 
कृता एस तू बरियान सुखदेव गोस्वामी कॉन्ग्रेचुलेटिंग महाराज परीक्षित दैट यू हैव रेज द क्वेश्चन ऑफ कृष्णा अंडरस्टैंडिंग कृष्णा इट इज वेरी वेलकम जब प्रश्नों भी श्रोतो व्यादीषु पर सच काइंड ऑफ क्वेश्चन इज द टॉप मोस्ट क्वेश्चन टॉप मोस्ट क्वेश्चन देर इज नो मोर बेटर क्वेश्चन देन दिस इन अदर वर्ड वेन यू बिकम इनक्विजिटिव टू अंडरस्टैंड द कृष्ण कॉन्सियसनेस then that very questions will elevate you to the highest perfectional stage so sotobhyasi jo para jasya prashna shabi sobanadu parama purushartha now parikritya maharaj sukhdev goswami says that the question put by you and the answer which i shall give to you even the general persons who are assembled here uh, they do not understand it right but simply hearing that mantra or the answer uh, will give him the highest quality benefit in another place uh, it is stated sinnatang sakata krishna punna savana kirtana now this the classes which we held hold here we invite everyone but those who are fortunate they come here but eh uh, even those who are coming here they do not understand the philosophy but simply by hearing the vibration of hari krishna or the sound vibration just i am speaking to you they will benefit even without understand it is such a nice sinnadang sabata krishna punrasavana kirtan that krishna description of krishna is itself a pious activity punrasavana because it is pious so anyone who is speaking or anyone who is hearing that is eh, both of them are benefited how they are benefited sinnatang sagata krishna punnasamana kirtana riddantasta avadrani vidhunati suhisada krishna is situated in everyone's heart it is not that because i am a sannyasi Krishna is sitting within my heart. No, Krishna is sitting in everyone's heart. He is Sarva Sarvabhutana Amritdesha Jyotishya. So, and he is sentient. He is perfect uh, in knowledge. So, this very act that one is trying to understand Krishna, that makes Krishna very pleased. because you have kindly come here the krishna is within you and because you are giving your patient hearing he is already pleased he is already pleased with it and the effect will be that 
novel and fictitious. It is not like that. The historical incidences were there and it was put forward by Bhaktivedanta. In that sense he is often. Five thousand years before. It was after the battle of Kurukshetra. The battle of Kurukshetra was fought about five thousand years ago. And the Srimad Bhagavatam was written after writing Srimad Bhagavatam. Hey, when Vasudev was not satisfied in his heart, even by writing Mahabharata and Vedanta Sutra, uh, he was sitting morose and he was thinking that I have written so many nice literature, why I am not happy. At that time his spiritual master Narada came and he instructed him that you have written the history of Mahabharata, it is very nice, but there is some idea of Krishna or God, but not absolute. You write some book in which simply, absolutely about Krishna uh, is there. So under his instruction he wrote the Śrīmad-Bhāgavata. It was written for the persons, formally there was no written literature. Simply by hearing from the spiritual master that memory was so sharp that they would grasp. But the, in this the, age the memory is no sharp, sharp. Therefore written records are, so these written, written records were made by that. All very literature. Formerly, before that day, there was no written literature. Simply, it is called Suti. Suti means simply by hearing. The students would learn simply by hearing. Their memory was so sad. But at the present day, so many things are reducing, great. The memory is reducing, the duration of life is reducing, the strength is reducing, and the mercy is reducing, so many things are reducing. We are thinking that we are making progress, but actually we are reducing. This is called my. We are making progress on the wrong side. That means reducing. Everyone, you know, that people are not not so much merciful 
at the present moment. Uh, if a man is attacked by some uh, rogue, nobody is going to help him. Uh, if a man's uh, apartment is there is a burglar thief, nobody is going to help him. Or if a man is very poor, nobody is going to help him. It is dwindling. It is decreasing. Similarly, duration of life, your grandfather, your forefathers, they are living up to hundred years or more than that. And nowadays, hardly, they are living sixty or seventy years. Similarly, memory, and memory is also reducing. So knowledge is also reducing. So this is the symptom of this age. Things will reduce. Therefore, Lord Chaitanya's gift is most magnanimous. He knows that people will not be very much alert in accepting spiritual knowledge after undergoing so much austerities and penances. Let them chant Hare Krishna and they get it. That is the special gift of Lord Chaitanya and Rupa Goswami that prayed him, Namo Mahamadana. You are the greatest munificent incarnation. Krishna Prima Pradayati. You are distributing love of Krishna. So, unfortunately, we are not ready to accept his benediction. Any other question? Nothing was written. Vedas was also not written. They are hard from the scientific perception. The first writing business was done by Vyasa. Before that there was something in writing. All Vedic scriptures, they were learned by simply hearing. That's all. The brahmacharis will leap in the direction of the spiritual master and hear in the class and they will learn. That's all. No written book, neither there was no book. Everything was hard by there is no need of writing. Therefore, this whole Vedic literature is called Sruti. 
Shruti means simply hearing. There was, even in recent years, there was a learned pandit in Calcutta, and there was some, uh, in the British days, there was some war between two Britishers, and they, one of them complained to the magistrate, and the magistrate inquired, uh, who is your witness? Then one of them said that, well, there was nobody else, but there was a pandit. He was uh, worshipping in that bank of the Ganges, so we had some quarrels. He has heard it. So he was called, so he stated that I do not know what they talked, because they were talking in the English language, but I can produce what they talked. So he uh, produced the whole thing verbatim. That he talked like this, he talked like this, he talked like this, he talked like this. Just like record, tape record. Just see, even uh, some hundred years before, the memory was so sad. Just like tape record, it is recorded. This is mechanical. But they got, by nature we have got such nice brain, just like we remember so many things of our past life that is recorded. Actually it is recorded. Everything is recorded. How you are getting this television? Because it is recorded in the atmosphere. It is being simply transformed. Everything is recorded. But we have deteriorated in our even physical condition that we cannot produce the uh, recorded version. So we are making ourselves uh, dull, duller, dullest. Just like Sir George Barnard saw. He also stated that you are what you eat. So by eating process, we are making our brain dull. So there is need of nice eating, nice talking, nice thinking, nice behavior. Then our brain is sad. It requires training. It is not that you can do whatever you like and all nonsense and your brain will be served. What is the difference between crazy and sane man? They keep nice behavior, therefore they are sane man. And if, if you put to you uh, nonsense behavior, then you become crazy. This is a fact.